Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. together because I know when we our energy connects pray and decree over you, Tamika. Um, I'm speaking over my friend, my sister, um, my God, a giant um, for kingdom. And I'm just going to pray over her. And y'all just stand in faith with me. I want to decree over her business. I feel the Lord by all her businesses. Um, my God, she wins. She ready, Cole. Um, Father God, I just thank you for Tamika's life. I thank you, Father God, for who she is to the body of Christ. I thank you, first of all, Father God, for who she is as a woman of God. I cancel every assignment against her life, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that you multiply, increase her. Give her wisdom, knowledge, strategies right now, Lord God. Bless her businesses, Lord God. Bless her businesses, Lord God. 
bless her businesses, bless her radio show, bless her publishing company, bless her authorship, bless her as a mother, bless her as a woman of God, strengthen her, Lord God. Pour your love out on her today, Lord God. Let her feel you, Father God, in your spirit, my God. Let her feel you in her spirit, Lord God. Let her be overwhelmed, Lord God. My God, give her the strength she needs. Give her the rest she needs, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, as she is a whole conglomerate for kingdom, that you are strengthening and equipping her for what she needs in this season. Liberally supply all her needs, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Multiplication and increase. Yeah. Y'all blessed to me cut your mouth. That's what we're supposed to do. Stand in the gap and pray for each other. So I thank God for Tamika. Anytime I find somebody busy busy for kingdom, right? Um, we're supposed to be in the gap and stand in the gap and pray and ask the Lord to multiply and enlarge their territory and increase their fruit and Take them take them to places they ain't never seen before. All that other stuff. We ain't supposed to be bystanders in the kingdom. We supposed to be um active in the kingdom. Whoo, that's a word right there. I'm probably gonna have to write on that. That's a word right there. We are not to be bystanders. We are not we'll let somebody and we'll see them because they moving or shaking and blowing up or feel like they feel like they don't need encouragement prayer and support and they still need encouragement as a matter of fact they probably need more encouragement uh prayer and support when the mantle is great on your life that's when you need more support and for some reason people think when the mantle and God has called you and your territory is growing for some reason the false the falsehood is that we need less support because it looks like the blessings are rolling in as a matter of fact we need more support so that we hold on to the blessings um when Moses was performing great acts Aaron and Aaron and Miriam and he had other people that had to hold his arms up um, and I think that's probably one of the worst things that we do. We back up. We don't what the know the person mental heavy. Know what the person is pouring out is heavy on their life, um, and not recognize that it's heavy. Recognize the anointing. Recognize the grace, but don't properly get in place for that person in the body. Just kind of leave them out there. I remember one of my daughters, um, yeah, Jim, more support so you don't get burned out. I remember one of my um, spiritual daughters came to me and she said she had read an article about a man of God who was not properly protected in prayer. People wasn't holding his arms up. And so I think when the mantle is great, you need more prayer. When the call is great, you need more prayer. You need somebody stand. So thank you. I'm glad. And Tamika just said, she said she woke up exhausted. So that's why the Lord had us intercede and pray for us. We supposed to pray. We supposed to get in the gap. That's why, that's why jealousy, I don't even know why I'm in this direction. Well, I know that's why jealousy has been so rampant in the body of Christ and destroy so many that's why he likes contentions and dissensions and lewdness and crudeness because we and and to be consumed because god sets there are just some can i just can i say this there are some of us that's just gonna be giants in the body right the mantle the thing we have to carry is monumental there's gonna be some deliverers there's gonna be some davids each generation has moses and davids and then there's gonna be some aarons and then there's gonna be some miriams and then there's gonna be some jonathans right everybody has their position and role and no role is not no less no role is no less that's why it's so important for you to really understand your purpose right and even though sometimes you may get tired or you may feel exhausted for most because tamika runs with an energy like i have i know she does for the most part you get you have the strength you have the grace you have the wherewithal but you don't necessarily always have the support or because people haven't prayed about their position or prayed about their divine connection to stuff. Um, they don't understand that support um, cannot be that support or a supportive role or an administrative role. We think that's not giant enough. 
right? Right? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Jen says it's best. She said the eye cannot be the mouth, the hand cannot be the foot. Each has their own point row. We'll think, we'll think our row. Every role is big. Every role, every position, everything we play, everything God God calls us to is big. We not all everybody names not gonna be in lights, and that's okay. Some people going to blow up really big. Some people going to be support to the people who blow up big. The support to the people who blow up big are just as important as the people who blow up big. <laughs> it blow up big. But if we're going to run and move for kingdom, when we run and we're going to move for kingdom and we understand who we are, everybody will get in position. You got to think of it from a corporate mindset, right? People, I'm a business entrepreneur. Good. If you're an entrepreneur, you're a business person. I need you, I'm releasing you today to begin to think like a corporate person. See, a corporate-minded person, and I'm not talking about this worldly sense of corporate. A corporate-minded person understands we all interrelated, we all interdependent, we all connected, we all all are a force to be driven. And if, yeah, come on, and if we all properly attach, guess what's going to happen? Everybody going to win. If everybody get in position, everybody win. So pause for a second and ask the Lord, what's really my role? In, and what's really my role in the kingdom? What's really the things that you can show me? Can, can I just tell you something? Ask the Lord, show me how to submit my gift to someone someone else. My somebody, Show me how to submit. Some of us have been walking around with gifts that we don't want to submit to somebody else. And we trying to, can I say this Holy Spirit? We trying to grow something that's really supposed to be attached to something else. You supposed to be a part of a conglomerate and you out running solo, but because pride will not allow us to ask questions, pride will not allow us to ask questions. Pride will not allow us to ask questions. You saw a piece of the vision. The, the word says we only see through a glass darkly. You see a piece of the vision. Somebody told you support was wrong. Somebody said support was wrong. Right? Somebody was support was wrong. And then because somebody told you support was wrong or support ain't glorious, you won't even properly submit your gift to the kingdom. And it's not that you're not submitting your gift to the person. It's that you won't submit your Go to the parable of talents. It's you're holding on to your talent and burying your talent, and it's not multiplying and increasing. And then when the Lord comes and says, What did you do what I get with what I gave you? Right? How were you in position? What were you how were you sensitive? Right? What 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 then and even in prayer, even in love and even in kindness, you'll be done sit and missed your assignment. You're I, I wish, I'm, I'm going to say this and then we're going to get into the word day. I wish I could show y'all what I see in the spirit about kingdom businesses. I wish I could show you what I see in the spirit about how I, I watch um, people um, eat scraps when they could be eating full. Come on now. Well, eat scraps. Like people eating scraps because they won't submit their gift into a place. We're supposed to operate as a kingdom conglomerate. Right? So when I submit my gifts to God, it's not the person I'm submitting. So I'm in position. I'm I'm in position. Does not mean your spiritual gifts are not real. Does not mean what God has called you to do is not real. You might can I can I get this just a little bit? You might not have the sense to run the business, but you may have the gift to run a department. Right? You might not need to be a but titles, I'm just and all that other stuff we do, we might not, you might not have the, the wherewithal to run the conglomerate, but you might have a division that you need to be over, right? You might not have the vision. You might have not have the wherewithal to withstand what comes running a major corporation, but you may have a division that you're, you're fashioned for. Your division, your division is just as important your division is just as important. You might not have a business sense. You might not have the skills. You might not have to. All of it runs together. All of it adds up. 
Like all of it adds up. And, and I know people have been abusive and I know people have misused people. That ain't what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the perversity of things that have happened. I'm, at, I'm talking about how God has created us and positioned us to all orchestrate. Come on now, orchestrate to the kingdom. So let me show you what I've seen. Why I'm just telling you spiritually and physically, people will start branches of organizations and companies that are already in place instead of asking God, man, should I partner here? Should I be involved in this? Am I doing something that's supposed to be adding to something else? Because especially when what I'm doing isn't being successful, healthy things grow. (laughs) Healthy things grow. Healthy things grow. We healthy things grow. Healthy things grow. So if you things you connected to are not growing, right? (laughs) Well, if they're not growing, then we have to come back and ask ourselves, is this really healthy? Or am I spinning or I'm turning wheels? Sometimes I see people in business and I'm like, this is when the Lord told me to let go of my nonprofit organization, it was on its, it was declining. It was and it had a great story. It had our story. It had my husband's story um, attached to it. But it was dying. <laughs> this is dying. This is dying. Tamika, put it together and I'll teach it. <laughs> oh, put it together and I'll teach it. Let's teach it together. Oh, my God. Let's teach it together. And so when we turn around, uh, come on. That's good, John Elmer. This the championship team. That's good. That's, that's good. John Elmore said this is the championship team. Everyone has to want, work together to win the game. So let me give you this. Romans 12. You know, I like to back everything up in scripture. I don't want people to think I'm rambling. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart as living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. So I got to set myself aside first right to be holy to be well pleasing to god that's my rational logic intelligent right um act of worship and do not be conformed to this world the the world system tells you to be separate to be divided um the world system tells you not to support the world system is what's put jealousy in there so do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs <laughs> with its superficial values and customs but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually so as you mature spiritually you should be progressively changed i'm a, can, can i tell you some why 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 can I say this? Let me tell you why my ministry is effective, right? Because people see my face, but I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm the part that's called to preach, right? Because my people see my face does not mean I do not have a whole vibrant, viable team. That's why sometimes even when y'all inboxing me, you it's two or three of us that may respond to the messages. I only respond to my personal page. When God had me on pursuing ministry full time, he told me, put together a team. Put to, You need a team. When I first started, it was me and Jess. The reason LMJ Ministries is so effective is because the people that I'm connected to, it's not, I got the vision, I got the plan, but I don't want, and this year, I've been tenacious about, I don't want to do everything else, right? Because I know we all interrelated. Jess got an admin gift. I got an admin gift, and in this season, I used my admin gift. Well, it was my responsibility to pull Jess in, develop her admin gift. And when we say admin, I'm not talking about a secretary. Administration is a gift. Administration is a gift. So it's for me to pull her in, develop her administration gift so she can be what she needs to be to the body. So then she can put the systems and processes in to make her effective. Well, then what happens is God talks to Jess at the level of her gift. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. That God talks to Jess at the level of her gift. So she sees stuff that I don't, I don't even have to. Can I I tell y'all? God got me in a place right now. Not me. Can I say this, Lord? You know, okay. God got me in a place. I'm preaching almost seven days a week. (laughs) 
I'm preaching almost, I cannot do everything else and preach from my spirit and preach out my belly the way I do it. Don't add up. And to study as well. I have to study. I spend intense amount of time studying. As a matter of fact, that's all I do is study. That's all I do is study. Like that's all I do is study. When I shut down, I'm studying. So you have to have the other people in position and place. So when my girl Jen comes to me twice and says, you know, you can't do it all. No, you should feel like you're on an island. If you feel like you're on an island, you're not connected to your people. When my girl Jen comes to me and be like, make sure and remember that you cannot do it all. <laughs> so by the second time, first time, I'm like, I got people in place. What is Jen talking about? By the second time that I hear Jen say it again, the Holy Spirit says, listen, Linda. <laughs> listen, listen. Pray and ask me, what is Jen saying to you? Because Jen not saying something to you just to say stuff to you. Jen is watching over you. Jen praying over you. So I have to come back and go, okay, Lord, what is Jen saying to me? So then the Lord begins to speak to me about some other facets of the ministry that has gaps that I need to fill in so that I don't tire out, so that I don't get worn out. The assignment of the enemy in the body is to come for those that are supposed to be preaching and teaching like we're supposed to be teaching. Forerunners, moving. It, we ain't trying to be just busy. God got a pressure, a mandate on our life. When God got a pressure and a mandate and telling you to perform at a certain level, then you got to figure out how do I connect all the other dots and put the people in place, right? How do I how do I connect all the dots, right? So how do I put the so most of the problem is because most of us won't submit our gifts to anybody else. We all we all want to be captains of the ship. <laughs> and the Lord called us all to be in us. Can I tell you something? I have served before this will be four years full-time ministry. I served for the first 16. Come on, y'all. I served my husband. And I served my pastor and apostle them. I served for 17 years, 18 years, 19 years before the Lord said, now I need you to be out front. <laughs> but, and I'm not an out front person. That's the funny part. I served. I served for men. Really? Thank you, Holy Spirit. For 20 years, I served before the Lord pushed me out front. Before the Lord pushed me. And I didn't beg and ask him to go out front. I didn't ask him to go out front. I didn't ask him, put me out here. I want to be seen by the world. As a matter of fact, I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> so let me finish reading this to you because we had to go into the, I was. I was like, I'm good. I like to write. Let me write everything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't want to. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Because I know the depth and the responsibility that comes with being with lives and being over lives. I know the responsibility to come see when you call to teach the gospel, you operate at a higher level of responsibility. You operate in a, as a matter of fact, it says teachers, we, are, we have to operate at a higher level of accountability. I have to operate at a higher level of accountability. I, I, stuff that escape other people don't get to escape me. It don't get to escape me. I got another level of confidence. So let me keep reading this. And it says, And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing. Here's the word. Now, y'all, he called me right at the right time. I didn't call myself. I didn't push myself. It's very intimidating, Jen. I'm going to help somebody. Come on, Pam. It's very intimidating. When God is calling you into something, you, my uncle said something. I said, I still get nervous when I preach. He said, you're supposed to. That's how you know who called you. That's how you know who, who called you. When it's on you, you are, oh, I got this. I ain't, uh -uh. no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And I'm not no, let me say this, because I got to say this correctly. I'm not a background person. I just, I just operated in my position. Because when we say background person, we got to be careful with those words. Those words sound like they're not vitally important. It's not a bad, I wasn't a background person. I'm just introvert and I don't like to be seen. 
I don't like to be seen. I'm an introvert that don't like to be seen. I want to be careful with background because we'll stay back there going, I'm just a background person. You're not no lowly background person. If you're in the background, you probably the strength. <laughs> Woo! If you're in the background, you probably the strength. <laughs> right? That's why I don't like you. You got to get culturally F. Indian culture, people be like, well, I'm the low man on the totem pole. It's actually inaccurate. Actually, the low man on the totem pole is the strongest person because the low man on the totem pole has to hold up the rest of the pole. Woo! Come on, y'all. Come on now. The low man on the totem pole, I just, this, you got to know Indian culture. The low man on the totem pole actually is the strongest person because that's the person that has to hold up everybody else, right? That's the strength. So if God calls you to play a position, an admin position or whatever else, that, that all works together for his good. It's not, it's, it's not, pride tells us what we're doing is not important. So the low man, you, if you're the low man on the totem pole, that means God says there's a strength to you. There's a strength, there's a strength, there's a strength to you. There's a strength to you. It says, then do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually. As you mature spiritually, this is going to make more sense to you. The more time you spend in the word, renewing your mind in the word, you're going to be able to come back and be like, oh my gosh. I know exactly and get what LMJ was saying. We got to be better connected. We got to submit our gifts. We got to submit our talents. We got to submit our time. We're supposed to be financing the body, right? That's the scripture. We're supposed to take care of the, the widows, the sick. Some of y'all are called to finance the kingdom. That's why the enemy has tried to plague you um, with your finances for so long. You can't pay, if you can't pay your tithes, we're supposed to support the body, support the work, support the disciples, support the evangelists, support the people that's in the field. That's part of the process as well. That's part, that's all of it's connected. If we read, so it says, focusing on godly values and ethicals so that you may prove yourself what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. My God, you need to type and put that in your notes. Lord, not my plan, not my will, not my will, but your will be done, right? For the grace of, for by the grace of God given to me, I say to every one of you, not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. My God, I'm going to repeat that one more time. This is the scripture. This is the word. I said it all to you, right? I said it all to you, but the word is backing up what I said. He says, for by the grace of God given to me, I say to everyone, you not to think more highly of himself and of his importance and ability than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has apportioned to judgment, as God has apportioned to each a degree of faith and a purpose designed for service. So remember when I said some of us may be out planting small businesses in places when we may not even have the faith to run a business like that. We may not even have the faith. And so every time we find ourselves tapping out or plateauing in our business, it's probably because I may not have the energy, the faith, the that may not even be my bill. My stuff may be supposed to be submitted under a conglomerate, right? Submitted under something. It's, it's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. So it says, here's the point. For just as in one physical body, we have many parts and these parts do not have the same, all have the same function or special use. So we who are many are nevertheless just one body. Say this in your notes. We are one body. <laughs> Put that in your notes. We are one body. We are not divisions. We are not, um, we are not, um, all these different religious sects. That's not where we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be one body in Christ. <laughs> one body in Christ. Not, 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 not all the other stuff. One body in Christ. And individually, we are parts of one another. 
mutually dependent on each other. I'm going to say this one more time. We are mutually dependent upon each other. You are not a one-man bandstand. You are not a one-man show. You cannot do life by yourself. You cannot do business by yourself. You cannot do ministry by yourself. You were never created to do anything by yourself. If you find yourself in a position, it's wisdom on this, of trying to do something by yourself. If you find yourself in a position in a on an island by yourself, you are probably out of sync or you should be searching, right? I'm in a search for my people. <laughs> Who are my people that I'm supposed to be connected to? Where in the branch of the body am I supposed to be connected? Lord, show me where in the branch of the body I'm supposed to be connected, right? So it says, for just as in one. Okay, so we are many, nevertheless, one body in Christ, individually. We are parts one of another, mutually dependent on each other. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to use them accordingly. Everybody got their own gift. Everybody got their own measure of faith. We are all connected. We are all connected. If we ever get past pride and haughtiness, we will properly interlock. If we ever get past our uppity selves, if we ever get past the fact that God asked me to be submitted to somebody who may know how to... Can I tell you something? If you find somebody that can see you, if you find somebody that can see you in the spirit and see your gifts and see your talents and see who you are, you better lock on to that person for the rest. <laughs> can I tell you something? I bother the heck out of my uncle. <laughs> I stay connected to my uncle because he sees me. He understands me. He knows me. He knows what I was called to do. When you find somebody who sees you, who understands your gifts, who understands who you are and sees you, you need to lock on to them. Now, I'm going to tell you something. The process ain't going to be easy because the, the pride in you, well, I done worked in this field for 20 years. be something to put that that person will be it's the same thing for marriage right it's the same thing of why we miss stuff in marriage that person will lock into you and pull something out of you that has not even been revealed has not even been revealed to you that you didn't even know you didn't even know it you didn't even understand that that was inside of you right so when 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 you find somebody that sees or has a skill set to develop you to push you i ain't talking about I'm not just talking about believing in you. This is, this is different. This is somebody who can help. God gives them the wisdom, the knowledge, the direction to help transform and mold you. The Holy Spirit is doing the work. They just your agitator, right? They just your agitator. They're going to keep pushing you towards purpose, right? It's, these, are pe these people are different. They have the authority to speak in your life. The words that they speak will break up fallow ground. Oh, I don't know who this is for today. My God, that ain't even in my notes. We supposed to be in Proverbs 18. Okay. It says, so, so, so it says, since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is, is to use them accordingly. If someone has the gift of prophecy, let him speak a new message from God to his people in proportion to the faith possessed. If service in the act of serving or he who teaches this, can I tell you something? This is the problem when we out of position. It's like a, like a, I broke, I broke this wrist. When I broke this wrist, when I broke this wrist, I was skating. Don't ask as an adult. When I broke this wrist, um, my, 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 uh, this, my thumb, my ulna, I guess I'm saying it right, was completely severed, disconnected. My wrist was over like this. They had to put two two pins in my wrist so that all of this, and then I had to learn how to do these exercises and learn how to use my thumb again, right? Because I went from the cast to the stitches to the pins to whatever to learn how to use my thumb again because I was disjointed. That's what happens to us when we don't operate, understand, know our gifts. We're disjointed. Or when we won't submit our gifts. Well, when we've been disconnected and we come back in, right? And somebody's trying to groom us and it feels uncomfortable. It's because I got to... These are some of the exercises I used to have to do. So 
I have to learn how to, the kingdom mindset of how to function in a kingdom body versus a worldly perspective. See, the worldly perspective is based on a worldly, uh, worldly merits. Kingdom, kingdom perspective don't multiply or add up the way the world does, right? So it says if service in the act of serving or he who teaches in the act of teaching or he who encourages in the act of encouragement. These are gifts. These are gifts. He who gives, gives with generosity. He who leads, leads with diligence. He who shows mercy, right? In caring for others, you show mercy with cheerfulness, right? Love is to be sincere and active. The real thing without guile and hypocrisy. Hate what is evil. Detest all ungodliness. Do not tolerate wickedness and hold on to what is good. Tenth verse. Be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly affection as members of one family. Look, <laughs> I, the boys and I are reading something. Um, what is the name of it? I can't even think of the name of the book, but it's our nighttime devotional with each other. And so we're reading the book and we get to the point, uh, this particular paragraph is about who's behind it. And it's just talking about our adversary. And so the man writes this one sentence talking about the words that we speak negatively to others. And he says the words that we speak negatively to others, right? Negatively others. That impacts them as well. He was like, you just released something against them. And we were all sitting in the living room like this. <laughs> Lord, help me to never speak another negative word out of my mouth about anybody else. Help me to never. I don't want, because the word he used was like, you release demons. You're releasing something into their life when you're speaking. He said, you don't even realize you're coming against them. Well, in this season, the Lord has told me to be very watchful in my mouth. But right. Don't say it unless you want to see it. Don't say it unless you're going to see it. So when I saw this, I was like, okay, this is written from another this perspective. So go back to verse, be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly affection as members of one family, give preference to one another in honor, never lagging behind in diligence, a glow in the spirit, enthusiastically serving the Lord. If you, I know that's how the believer's authority by Andrew Womack. That's the name of the book. The believer's authority by Andrew Womack. I, and so he says this, he says, when you are negative towards others, you're releasing demons towards them. You're releasing negative. And I was like, I never in my life, I know life and death is in the power of the tongue. I know by our words, we're acquitted and by our words condemned. But I did not recognize and realize that what I say towards somebody else, if he, if my words are life and power could really be causing their death and destruction. I'm always thinking from the terms, well, I don't want to cause my death and destruction. No, the words that I release towards them could be causing their death and destruction. So go back and think about everything that anything negative that has been said over you that has plagued you. Come on now. Think about it. Think about any time somebody called you fat. Think about if somebody ever called you ugly. Think about if somebody tells you wasn't going to make it. Think about, think about how you had to fight, fight past those words. Those words released something into someone's life. Those words released something into someone's life. My God, when he said that, I was like, ding, ding, ding. Even if I'm not saying it directly to them, because what I say behind the scenes is really what I feel. <laughs> not even if I'm not saying it direct, I might not even be saying it to them, but it's the stuff that I say behind the scenes is still what I feel. So, be devoted to one another with authentic brotherly affection as member of one body. Give preference to one another in honor. Never, never lagging behind in diligence. A glow in the spirit. Remember the scripture says, uh, God loves a cheerful giver. Even in our service, we should be cheerful. Enthusiastically serving the Lord. Colossians 3 and 23 reminds us that everything that we do, we're supposed to do it unto the Lord. Right? Constantly rejoicing in hope. Because of our confidence in Christ, steadfast and patient in distress, devoted to prayer, 
Remember when I just said we were praying for our sister Tamika? Devoted to prayer. Devoted to prayer. <laughs> Continually seeking wisdom, guidance, and strength. Contributing. Somebody say contributing. Contributing to the needs of God's people. God Contributing to the needs of God's people. Pursuing the practice of hospitality. My God. Bless those who persecute you. Why would we spend any time? One of my friends posted the other day and said, um, the words that they used were, um, uh, Lord, bless my enemies. And when they made the post, I said, I typed under there, I said, bless them abundantly. Blow their mind. Knock their socks off. I want, you to, I'm, I want you to bless everybody. I want you to bless them more than you can be gone to bless them. Bless those who persecute you, who cause you harm or hardship. Bless and do not curse them. Bless, do not curse them. Rejoicing with those who rejoice. Come on now. Sharing others' joy and weep with those who weep. Sharing in others' grief. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, conceited, self-important. Or exclusive. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, oh my God. I don't know where that comes from. Conceited, self-important. Lord, forgive me for being exclusive. Anytime I've been exclusive. Anytime I've been self-important. But associate, associate with humble people. Those with a realistic self-view. Do not over estimate yourself never repay anyone for evil take thought for what is right and gracious and proper in the sight of everyone my god this is so good if possible as far as it depends on you live at peace with everyone put this in your notes i'm supposed to live at peace with everyone and if i'm not at peace with everyone Father, how do I live at peace? Show me how to live in peace. I'm supposed to live at peace with everyone. Don't let nobody, from this point on, don't let nobody else pull you into a negative Facebook post. Don't let nobody else, don't you get caught up in nobody negative Facebook post status. Them tell it like it is statuses, all that other stuff. Don't you give energy to that. Don't you be involved in that. Even if you feel it. We're supposed to live at peace with absolutely everyone. Beloved, never avenge yourselves. Never avenge yourselves. You ain't got to avenge you. Vengeance is mine. He said, believe the way open. When we avenge ourselves, we do not leave the way open for God's wrath and his judicial judicial right. He said, beloved, never avenge yourselves. But leave the way open for God's wrath and his judicial righteousness. For it is written in scripture. Woo! I feel like this is the accumulation point. It is written in scripture. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. I got your back. But if your enemy is hungry, feed them. If he is thirsty. Give him a drink. For by doing this, this is maturity. Some of us got to grow here. But by doing this, you will heat burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome and conquered by, by, by what is evil, but overcome evil with good. Absolutely, y'all. He will contend with those who contends with me. Let me give you one more thing. We still going to get into the 18th verse, because the Lord, but the Lord gave me instructions this morning of why we're here right so i'm gonna take you to the scripture real quick and then we're gonna be out um john 4 and 6 i'm not gonna read the whole thing the 4 6 and the 30th verse right um and we're going to the fourth and the 23rd verse but when you get a chance read john 4 6 and 30 this is what it means to worship the lord in spirit and truth and jesus was talking to the woman at the well and she had gotten a little distracted and started talking about where everybody worships because Jesus had just revealed to her, you know, you've been out here sinning, messing up, all this other stuff. And then she got distracted 
and flipped it over to something else, right? So Jesus says, but the hour is coming now is when the worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such worship to him. When I asked this Lord this morning, I said, what's going on? Where are we? Tra- why are we making so many transitions in what we're studying? And he said, he said, y'all learning. He said, y'all learning to worship me in spirit and truth. When we learn to worship him in spirit and truth, what we're learning to do is we're learning to engage the whole heart. Come on now. What he's been giving us daily is so that we can learn how to engage the whole heart. (laughs) Because if we don't engage the whole heart, right? If there ain't no real passion, it's not going to, we're not going to worship him in spirit. And if we're going to worship him in spirit, it's got to be truth. We got to be properly informed. And unless we have the knowledge of God, remember what he gave us in Proverbs 18, even though it must may be uncomfortable, unless we have the knowledge of God, of the God we worship, it's not going to be no worshiping truth. My God, we'll be worshiping a false sense of God. We'll be worshiping the comfortable things of God. We'll be always seeking his his blessings, his hands, not understanding the holy side of God, not understanding the truth of God, not understanding the nature of God, not entering into an intimate relationship with God. So if we're going to worship, if we go, oh, I worship the Lord with all my heart. Well, good. The word going to prove. <laughs> oh, my God. The word going to prove whether you not you worship God with all your heart. <laughs> The word is what the word is the proof. Your response to the word, your action in the word, which how you respond, not what you say, not what you say, how you respond, how you act and live like Christ is what's going to reveal, right? This is what's going to reveal whether or not you worship him in spirit and truth. So we're learning to engage the whole heart. So when we come in and he shifts the scripture and we kind of see like we all over the place. It's not. It's his pattern. It's his way. It's his direction. It's his guidance. Because he's trying to engage our whole heart. He's trying to renew our mind and pluck up the things in our heart that do not align with him. Come on, y'all. My God. My God, remember Timothy tells us all scripture is breathed by God. This is so good to me. Lord, I thank you for your word today. That's it, Holy Spirit. I thank you for your people today. I thank you for teaching us how to worship you in spirit and in truth. Thank you, Father God, for opening the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Reveal to us, Daddy God, where you want us planted in kingdom. My God, my God, reveal to us of how you want us planted in kingdom, Lord God. Lord, Satan, we, the Lord rebukes you. We are not going to be prideful. We are not going to be haughty. We drive out the spirit of confusion right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Father God, for the beauty of your holiness. Can I let me uh, two, a couple things. Like I have some people writing for me who never thought they would write, for, write devotionals. That's how it all works together. All of this beautiful artwork y'all see on my wall, these are notebook covers. Do you know who created these notebook covers? Josiah did. That's his gift opening up. That's his gift making room for him. I agitated him, pushing him into purpose. Why? Because he's a part of my kingdom, right? Even as a child. He's a part of my kingdom. People, we think our kids can't be a part of our kingdom. Jenny's daughter, I got to get it on my wall too, created me a beautiful wood piece that has coffee and conversations on it, right? She's a part of the kingdom. Our kids are a part of the kingdom. Well, when we train them up to become a part of the kingdom early, guess what they'll do? They'll do kingdom work early. Why? They all inter, we all interrelated. There's some writers in you. There's some gifts in you. There's some things in you that has not even been waking yet. Well, we got to learn how to worship God with our own heart. So when I'm, 
That's why I don't want you to launch too soon. That's why I don't want you to move until you're built up spiritually, right? Until you understand who you are. Because when you move too soon, you get the enemy an advantage over you, right? Trying to be out there, trying to be exposed, trying to be seen. I got a whole team of folks that I've been developing. We've been we going on this journey that I that people don't even know about really. Don't even know. Don't even know. Cause it takes time to be developed. It takes so it's a, it takes time to be developed, right? It takes it's so much deeper than that. It's so much deeper than that. Okay. So I love you. 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 God loves you. My God, thank you for the word this morning, Lord God. Thank you for developing our whole hearts. Thank you, Father God. We submit to you developing our whole hearts. Hey, no if today. We'll be back for 714 at prayer in the ladies Bible study group. I'm so, so grateful for what God is doing. He's been revealing stuff to me about my own self in there. Um, I'm just, I'm just, God is magnificent. God is amazing. God is just whatever. So two things, if the Lord places it on your heart, right? We learn the kingdom to give to the ministry, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, push the button, donate there, cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ ministry. My God, you can find out all the ways we're connected that we give and all this other stuff, right? All the other stuff, all the stuff to connect to us. Subscribe. Let me tell y'all something. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, I'm speaking prophetically. I got a team of writers that's getting ready to, that's getting ready to, my God, they're getting ready to transform this world. I got a team of writers that's writing devotionals, that's transforming. So get the written devotional and use it as your, your noonday snack. My God, God is just developing us as a body of believers and I'm super excited. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is if you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's the first step to tapping into your purpose. That's the first step to tapping into who you are, to figuring out who you are in Christ Jesus. So simply repeat after me, dear Jesus, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to follow and love you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com, and we will send you some materials. I'm praying that this show, can I tell you something? I need you to, so, so if you're younger, you may not get this, but there was a, a sit of, uh, there was an episode on Different World where Whitley was learning to chill out, right? And she was like, relax, relate, release. Um, I need y'all to relax, relate, release <laughs> this weekend. Have the best weekend ever. Chill out. Enjoy yourself. Don't do nothing destructive, but relax, relate, release. It's a whole episode. I need you to relax, relate, release. I need you to chill out this weekend. Breathe. Take you some deep breaths. Soak in some sun. Soak in some air. Soak in some wind. Live. Live. Breathe. You can't fix all the problems this weekend. Chill out. Relax, relate, relate. She did it just like that too. Relax, relate, relate. So I want you to do that this weekend. I love you. God loves you. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. May the Lord bless you um, and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord um, turn his face towards you and give you peace. <laughs> and give you peace. I love y'all. Monday morning, 5, 5 a.m. But those of you for prayer in the morning, 714. Don't we ain't 40 days of prayer off on Saturday 4th and we right back in the morning. I'll see y'all later. Love, peace, and blessing. Relax, relate, release. Relax, relate, release. My God, I thank you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.